What up, everybody? Welcome to Keeping It 9450, brought to you by 265 Media. I am Daniel Artes, your host. I got my my brother with me, Kevin K. Lewis. Kevin, what up, bro? What's going on? What's up? What's going on? What's up with everybody? Um, you know, it's been a little minute, but you know, we're here and you know, we have a very special guest. So, like, to be honest with you, I'm extremely excited. Um, so I'm gonna throw it back to DA for the introduction because like <laughs> you know how I get when when we press record. Like I, I get I get a little I get a little starstruck. Yeah. I start and I start smiling like uncontrollably. So I'm a you know I'm gonna let you do your thing. All right, all right, all right. So today, like I said, we got a special guest. Uh she's the only player in her school's history, man and woman, to have two thousand points and ten thousand rebounds for a career. Well, if we're being accurate, two thousand and twenty points and 1,188 rebounds. Uh, she's a three-time All-Patriot League first-team player. She also tapped into the NBA in 2020, being drafted by the Aces, and also was with the Aces in 2021 for a bit. She played overseas in Belgium, and now she's back in the States playing with, uh, playing in Athletes Unlimited, where she averaged uh, close to 11.6 rebounds and one and a half steals. We have Lauren Manis on the podcast. Lauren, thank you for joining us. How are you doing tonight? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk some basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's definitely. good over here. Yeah, definitely. Where, where are you located at right now? I'm outside of Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, we got a fellow East Coast in here too. I'm from New York City, but even though I'm down in the South right now, but I'm from New York City. Kate, I'm from New York City. He's down in the South too as well. So okay, okay we got the connection and everything. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know that you, 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 um, you know, really good basketball player. Um, we loved your game and athletes unlimited. Thank um, you. I had to give you the name, Miss Miss Mrs. Intangibles, because of everything that you do. It was funny because like I didn't know I I didn't know you know who you were. And stuff, but I just kept hearing your name the whole entire time. Like, you know, you get a deflection on the ball. I think you had, I think you averaged more, more charges than points, to be honest. I, I you know, <laughs> so like once I started hearing your name, I'm like, all right. And she's all right, she's steadily doing something that's impacting the team, you know, uh winning plays all the time. So I had to, you know, I became a big fan and I just kept like hitting you up, like, oh my gosh, she's like one of my favorite plays right now. So it's it's really good to to have you on the show. Kate, you got anything you want to add? Yeah, like and, and like DA said, I mean, this it was incredible just watching you on Athletes Unlimited. I mean, again, Mrs. Intangibles, uh, that's what you know we coined, you know, you when we were you know covering AU. And um, as amazing as you were on the court, I mean, it was just simply fascinating just to see, you know, how um how you were able to just do everything that you were able to do to help your team win. So, you know, it was just incredible to watch. And we definitely became instant fans because uh, DA and, and myself, you know, all we talk about from the keeping it 9450 standpoint is making sure that you do whatever it takes for, you know, you and your team to win the game. So, you know, you've, you definitely done that this past season at AU. Wow, guys. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no problem at all. No problem. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, 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 t like, take us through, like, your, um, your beginnings as a basketball player. Like, like, who do you, you know, you credit, you know, your growth as a player as, as far as, like, you know, from, from youth to, to um, through high school, through uh, college? Hmm. That's a tough one. 
honestly, I think the biggest, I think the most influential person has been my father. Um, ever since I was a kid, you know, he would do everything for me. He signed me up for every tryout, every Metro team, uh, every skills camp. He is the person always rebounding for me out in the cul-de-sac. He taught me my jump shot. I remember being too little to have the strength to like really elevate and like shoot it from up here. And I would get so mad at him. Like, dad, I can't do it. I'm not strong enough. (laughs) Yada, yada, yada. And then I learned how to do it. And it's actually become a big part of my game. Um, But, you know, every coach along the way, my mom, my sister, even playing one-on-one. Um, I give them all credit for yeah, shaping me into the player I am today. <laughs> that's awesome right there, especially, you know, playing those one-on-ones with your, you know, with your sister. I remember playing, you know, one-on-one with, with my brothers and mm-hmm. like, it was just brutal, especially like, you know, growing up in a house with somebody that's going to be in the NBA and everything. And that's, you know, defensive player yeah. and stuff like that. So like, like, how did those one-on-ones help you like with your overall game though? Because, you know, I always thought that, you know, one-on-one was essential, you know I mean? To your game to make, you know, better decisions and everything, mm-hmm. you know, um, teaching yourself how to dribble, you know, just in case if you have a, uh, if you're caught up in a situation where you can't pass the ball, but the shot clock is running and stuff, you know, you work on your, your three dribble, two dribble moves and everything like that. So how was, you know, playing those, those one-on-ones? I mean, I think one-on-one playing one-on-one is super beneficial to your game. I think when I was younger, playing one-on-one with my sister just taught me how to be tough because she was a little gnat and, you know, it would always end up in a fight. You know how it goes, you have siblings. Um, (laughs) But even now, like I always ask people to play one-on-one. I'll play one-on-one with guys at the gym um, because it really does teach you the moves you need to make in those, like you said, like late in the shot clock, one-on-one situations. but I mean, I love it. I I try to play one on one as much as I can. I'm, I'm gonna hold you to that when I um when I meet you for the first time. We're gonna play some one on one. Not like how those guys be saying like, "Oh, I can beat you." No, 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 no. Oh yeah, no, all the pro, time. You're pro. I, I, I don't do that. I, <laughs> we we don't do that. Hell, keep it at ninety four fifty. But I just love to play just because I'm just a competitive person. I want to play. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> yeah. So you know, just just continuing on with that with that path. Um, and you talked about how important one on one is. So. With, with DA and I and myself, I'm a coach and it's so tough trying to teach, you know, the kids of today, um, you know, what it was, you know, like back in the day when, when we're playing. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when it comes to uh, today's, you know, today's youth, you know, what what would be sort of, you know, like advice to tell the youth, you know, as far as how to uh, increase um, increase their games um, by using, you know, that one-on-one and that pickup. Because a lot of the kids nowadays, all you see is them on social media being, you know, having like the trainers and everything, like, and you don't ever see them play pickup. So, you know, what would be your advice to, you know, the kids today, you know, in order for them to increase their game and be at the level that you have ultimately, you know, um, come to, you know, so what would that that advice yeah. be to the to the young kids? I mean, I think you said it, like play pickup as much as you can, grab your friend, play one-on-one. Um, I think today kids are so wrapped up in like what looks the best. 
like, oh, what's the fanciest move I can do? Um, how can I get more views on this highlight tape or more likes and comments? Like, it's just such a different day. Um, and I think we really need to like bring back just the fundamentals. If you look at, if you watch an AU basketball game, the way we're scoring is fundamental. Take away like a few crazy end of the shot clock, one-on-one -on -one crazy moves. But my shots were open threes, easy layups that you read the defense coming at you and you go by them. So I think my advice would be just to go back to fundamentals, have fun with the game, play pickup, play one-on-one, -on -one, and just be tough. I think kids now are also not as tough as they used to be. Kids. So we need some <laughs> thicker skin. The there we go. See? I can say that. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Massachusetts right there. You know, because it, it, yeah. it's, 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 it's different. It's different today from, well, I'm 39. So like when I came up, in the the nineties and the early two thousands and, and everything. Like it was, it was fun. You know, we will get on our bicycles and then just go travel around New York city, looking to play. Mm -hmm. Like I still have that mindset today in my car. I always have a, like two basketballs and like two pairs of shoes, some clothes, just in case if I have to, I, I see people playing in the park. I'm hopping yeah, out. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I need one. All right, come on, <laughs> let's go. Let's go get it. I, I'm ready to roll and stuff. You know what I mean? Then I get yeah. in the car and go home and, and things like that. But yeah, it, it, it was fun now, you know, with the whole social media thing and um, involved, it, it has, its, it does has its, its positives too, as well as getting like, you know, you out there more and things like that. But it also has the negative with the, you know, basketball clout chasing, like, you know, how these people mm -hmm. go play against like, you know, lesser competitions to make their, you know, optics look good and, and, and things like that of the sort. So yeah, you're right. Um, it's it's definitely a different you know era time of basketball and stuff and you know salute to you know you and the other ladies that played in AU for you know getting after it really so like you know like like speaking of AU like what was like your AU experience like take us through the process on how you got that call to to join that league. Oh my gosh, well my story is kind of crazy. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so my professional year, my professional career so far has been really weird. Um, I graduated in 2020. So that was when COVID first broke out. So when I got drafted, um, they didn't have training camp. And I was a third round draft pick. So we all got cut like a month in. So then I went to Belgium and I was there for eight months in complete lockdown. Like I couldn't do anything really. Um, really? then I went to training camp, got cut again. And I actually, before AU, I was in Hungary for three months Wow! and they put us in a campground. So yeah, they, in the contract, it said we were supposed to live in brand new, modern, fully furnished apartments directly next to a brand new gym in the city center. Um, and when I got there, they dropped us off at the campground and said, oh, your, your apartment's going to be ready in a week. And I was like, all right, whatever, a week, I can do that. And they're still not ready to this day, I don't think. And after three months, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm out of here. I can't do it. So I actually terminated my contract um, in Hungary, not knowing about AU. Like, I thought I was just going to quit basketball. It was that bad. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I had no idea that this opportunity would pre present itself. So... I signed the termination agreement. I think like two days later, my agent 
called me and was like, Lauren, do you still want to play? I was like, yeah, I would love to play, but I can't play in Europe because they have this hold on me. So he's like, there's the league in Vegas. And I think it would be great for you. I said, sign me up. Perfect. And then when I got back to Massachusetts, I hopped on a Zoom uh, with the founders and Eileen and signed a contract. And here you are. And here you are. And, and here I am. Yeah, here you are. Full you know, circle moment, exactly. really. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. that's crazy. I, I I did Europe too for for many years, and I understand exactly the false promises these teams be making from the living conditions mm-hmm. to the the pay never being on time and everything. I think I'm I'm still old money for my team in Germany from back in 2006. You know, so they they need to send that 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 cash app now. You know, they I think they owe me like literally. I think they owe me like thirteen grand. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're like, never getting that. I ain't getting that. <laughs> I, I ain't getting that. It's all good, right? It, it's all good. But but it's 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 tough, man. Because you know how it is here in the states, really. When if it's not the WNBA before AU, it was nothing else. So like, of course, you don't have a if if you don't want to, you know, you going through a situation like that in Europe going to definitely push you away from from playing basketball so like now you get here to AU and it, I know it kind of you know revitalized you you know uh, with your career in basketball and look what happened o- almost on your way out to you know having the um success that you have right now and stuff like you know like your game what I love about your game is like you showed us that you're you know willing to mix it up to do the things that doesn't look beautiful on a stat sheet, which is why we named you Mrs. Intangible. So like, you know, just describe your mindset change from leaving Holy Cross, shout out to Holy Cross, you know, to the WNBA, you know, getting cut, going across the water, being, you know, you, you did have a, a good season there, the season that you played though, from, you know, what I've seen with your stats and stuff. Now you back in, you know, stateside having the sex you had, um, having the success you had over the five week AU season. So like, take us through like your, your entire, like your, your mindset change from that first time you was involved with the W to, you know, going through everything that you went through to now, that you have, you know, signed that contract with, you know, Seattle and getting a second shot? Yeah. I mean, playing pro is hard. No matter where you play, it's so much different than playing in college. My senior year, I was on top of the world, like super confident. No one could touch me. Every shot I threw up, I was like, yeah, that's going in. Like I would start running back before it even got close to the basket. Like I just knew. And then you go to the pros and you kind of start to question yourself Mm -hmm. if you're good enough, if you can hang with these girls. And I think what I've learned is that you just need to be confident and believe in yourself. And I'm still working on it. Like I still have moments where I doubt myself and I think that's totally natural, but I even proved to myself that I can play with these girls. I can play at this level. So I think, the toughest thing with playing pro and the mindset is it's just so much more mentally challenging than any other situation you've ever been in your life. So I think just staying true to yourself, doing what you know how to do, playing the game you've always played and not changing for anyone. Um, exactly. exactly. I think that's really what I've taken away from my professional experience so far. Exactly. You made a good point about staying true to yourself. Cause I remember like when um I think I, before when I actually come on the show, you know, we was going back and forth. That was actually me um direct messaging you. Mm-hmm. And um when I was just saying, like, you know, regardless of the stage, you gotta stay you 
and everything you've shown your work ethic and, and, and stuff like that. So like this, this is what happens. And I always tell, you know what I mean? Kids that I'm mentoring, like, listen, being a professional really is a skill, worth ethic, a little bit of luck and opportunity when it all links up at the same time. You know what I mean? Anything you can have the world in your hands and, and things like that. And that's what you did. And you, and you speak in that. So like, you know, really congratulations to, you know, all your success and um, everything that you did up, up until this point and stuff, you know? So yeah. Go ahead, Kate. Thank you. Yeah. So let, let's dive a little, a little bit deeper into AU because one thing that amazed me about, about athletes unlimited is, you know, the way that they've structured everything and made it so player driven. Um, and I, I really enjoyed that. And it looked as if all of you, you know, were so, uh, so happy. You were having a good time, you know, playing. Um, can, so can you kind of walk us through uh, the the actual uh, AU process, you know, from the facilitators to, to you know, your, your mini training camp, the scrimmages, um, you know, and how you were able to maneuver, you know, with different captains every week. Um, can you just, you know, kind of run that by? And I know that's that sounds a little bit loaded, um, but it's really just strictly from a just a conversation standpoint, because, you know, I, I just thought um, Athletes Unlimited was was truly amazing. So can you walk us through that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, it was definitely a really weird and different concept, I think, to everyone at first. So you have your facilitators who are kind of like your coaches, but whatever captain is paired with that facilitator, they dictate how the facilitator contributes whether that be like sit down, shut up, or can you please draw plays, run practice, sub people. Like it was completely up to the captains. So I think each captain kind of had like a different way to approach that. Um, and then, yeah, it was just, I think it was hard on the captains too, because they were in charge of so much. Like I thank God I was never a captain because I don't think I would be able to do that. They had to play sub run practices in timeouts, like drawing up plays in triple overtime games. It was just very intense, but I think that's kind of what made it so much fun too, is like when you're on a team and you're in those situations, you have so much respect for your coach and like you want to do anything you can to win for your coach. Cause you know how much they put in, but now it's like a coach and a teammate in one. So it's like double the incentive to win, if that makes sense. Um, but I mean, yeah, it was challenging for the captains, but we all had so much fun and it was fun to play under different captains to kind of see how they were handling it and also like different styles of play. Um, I was with Tosh most of the time, actually. Facts. Which, yeah, which I loved. I loved playing with Tosh. Um, it was a lot of fun. And I think honestly, she picked me so many times was because she wanted a player that was going to do the dirty work. Um, so it worked out for me, but yeah, overall, like it was just so much fun. We all were playing to win, but then there's also money on the line. Yeah. <laughs> and we all want to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. But yeah, I've been home for a few days now and like, ugh, I would go back in a heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, so and that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted to continue to ask, because, you know, with, with everything that happened, you know, this past Sunday, um, I, I, I saw the energy uh, for the 
for the last day or the last night, um, if you will. And I mean, I saw nothing but bright smiles, um, enthusiasm, like as if you you guys didn't want to have that in. So um, I, I want you to walk me through a few a few characters. I'm gonna name I'm gonna name a player, okay. and I just and I just want you to kind of like. It's going to be kind of like a, a one word type password type game type thing. Um, I ju- I'm just going to name a player and I just want you to kind of just describe that player in one word. So, of okay. course, Wait, describe like their player, describe them as a person. Yeah, just like describe them. them as. Yeah, just describe them okay. as a person. Um, <sighs> so, of course, this this one you should already you should already know. Natasha Cloud. A fool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> In a good way, like funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, Absolutely. It's, like, it's, like, it's like there's two sides of her, man. You know, you got that from, you know, where I see, you know, her on social media, you know, laughing and joking. And then there's this side. When she do that, she's in her bag. When she do that, she is in her bag. When she flex, she is in her bag. I, and I, I go crazy when I say, I already know what that is. It's time. Hold on and don't. Oh, and don't can I let... change it? Dang it. Can I do another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah you can. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Also, a dog, like yeah. completely a dog. Yeah, she listen, says it listen. all the time. She'll, when she hits a shot like that, she'll say, I'm a dog and like powder yeah. jet. Listen, listen, Lauren, uh, when, when dreams and nightmares come on, just get out the way. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just, just get out the way. Like, I mean, you no, know, simply amazing. All right. So I'll, I'll do two more. I'll do two more. Okay. Izzy Harrison. Uh Uh-oh. This is tough. A force. Mm. Yo, that's crazy. I I had you, I had you for for, for defensive player of the year, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) Well, thanks. Me too. Me too. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, sure. I thought you had it. I thought you had it. I was surprised. It doesn't give me five k, but it makes me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when we when we blow up as a podcast, we'll make sure we'll give you five k and stuff like that. We'll be like, hey, here you go your gift. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, what player do I want? Oh, K- uh, Kalani Brown. Like, what's your what's your thoughts? Mm, I love her. It's hard because when you say a name, I think of like them off the court and then them on the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. can't come up with one. It's so hard. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say one of a kind. That's how right, we'll, we'll, we'll let that we'll let that ride. Yeah, we'll for ride. sure. One of a kind on the court and off. So yeah. like when well, obviously you you can't you can't watch it on TV because you're playing and stuff. But I tell you this. Um, Cheryl Swoops was singing your praises like every game. <laughs> I yes. have been time. told. I have been told. Like, yeah. How yes. does that? How does that make you feel when you get a legend? We have like when we did our WNBA um, top twenty-five all-time players. We had her number four, and, um, and I'm like, when you get somebody like that, you know, we know who Cheryl Swoops is, man. You know, one of the one of the goats. Like, and she's just like bigging you up every single time, like really just fanning. 
Like how how did that you know make you feel when you heard about it from like you know family or friends? Great. I mean, everyone <laughs> everyone wants to be appreciated for what they do on the court, but when it comes from someone like Cheryl Swoops, I mean, that's just a bonus. And I actually sat down and spoke with her, and she's awesome. She is so sweet, so funny, just so down to earth, and she does just tell it how it is, which I think also just like validates everything that she says and makes me feel that much better um, about her compliments of me. But she was great. We had a great conversation and she said probably everything that she said on the broadcast. So it was really nice to actually get that one-on-one time with her. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Also, you know, like you said, uh, with Tosh Cloud, she was singing your praises too. Um, championing you to, to to get a roster spot in the W. So like like how did that like when you have these these you know WNBA cha- you know champions and you know or, or star players or whatever you know like pushing your name out there as far as like getting a roster spot like mm-hmm. like what did that do for your confidence as well? So much, I did so much for my confidence. I think I mean I've heard all this stuff from friends and family. They tell me all the time like you belong you work so hard you're such a talented player and I'm just kind of like oh yeah you have to say that but now hearing it from such influential players it's it definitely gives me that little bit of extra confidence that I need honestly because when you're confident you play so much better yeah, for sure. And you know of course <laughs> us at keeping the 9450 we're definitely going to be rooting for you to get that roster spot in Seattle so we're wishing you nothing but uh prosperity and best of luck to you um but of course you know we're you know we're going to continue with this conversation like I got I got a couple more things you know to to ask you um but we're we're going to go we're going to go into our little culture slash fashion bag a little bit um it's going to be kind of like a rapid fire Okay. So, hey, um, hey, Lauren, excuse me. That that's Kate out with the rapid fire all the time. It's always, it's always something you know innovative <laughs> with this dude. It. Um, our early WNBA shows, we was um he he came up with a concept where we was basically playing Uno when describing players and teams and stuff like that. So yeah, that's <laughs> that's Kate out right there, man. That's Kate out. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, you know, everybody everybody has this thing about their swag on the court and it comes, you know, when it comes to the, to the sneakers. So, um, you know, I, so this rapid fire is literally kind of like, a, you know, I, I just want to, I just want to hear kind of like your, your top five, you know, from, from high school to now, from high school to now, if you can think about it, your top five sneakers to play in, Oh, okay. So. I can do that. That's not that bad. All right. That's a bet. That's a bet. I love it. I love it. Um. Okay. In high school, I actually wore Under Armour. I wore the Currys. I really liked those. Um, comfy shoe. Comfy shoe. Thanks. Yeah. I wore Nikes in high school too, but I forget. Hyper something. Hyperdunks. Hyperdunks. Yes. The Hyperdunks. I love I was obsessed with those. Okay. Um Kyrie's. So that, 
Kyrie's. I like the Kobe. Okay. And the PG4. Oh. So comfortable. PG4s might be my favorite. So Listen, those PG4s, they're very underrated as a sneaker. I'm I'm just going to tell you. They're very underrated as a sneaker. And I have complicated feet, so (laughs) shoes hurt my feet. And those were like perfect. Never got any blisters. Super comfortable, lightweight. So that was so that was dope. So her top five, okay. And I don't and maybe maybe it was in order, maybe it wasn't, but her top five, okay, is the Curries, mm-hmm. the Hyperdunks, yep, Kyrie's, Kobe's, and the PG fours. Yeah, not in order, but not in order. Not in order. Not in order. But that's that's her that's her top five. That's her top five. So anybody out there listening. If you want your fit game on the court to be as swagged out as Lauren Manis, check <laughs> out that top five. <laughs> All right. So I guess I'll give my top five shoes and stuff. You know, it's, it's rare for me. I wear a size 17, so I can't. It's hard for me to find shoes. So I'll be happy. All right. What, 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 what I got. So my top five shoes are the Hyperdunks, um, 2004 Hyperdunks um, with the strap, the 2012 Hyperdunks as well, the high top ones. Um, LeBron 10s, the Concord 11s, and I got some um, Adidas Ultra Boost uh, basketball sneakers. So that's, those are my five right there. Yeah. What about your, you? What's know, your five, the dates and, you know, you know the model year and everything. <laughs> yeah, like I, I was I still, like I, the hyper what's. <laughs> let me tell you something. My my, <laughs> my feet so big. NBA teams have to send my shoes. I take care of my kicks, so I won't have to buy any shoes because it's gonna be hard for me to buy them in the stores. I have not shopped in a shoe store since I was a kid. My feet stopped growing when I was twelve years old. Okay, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Kate, what's your what's your top five shoes, real quick? Jeez, Louise, Papa Cheese, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> hey, man, listen, listen, and I got thirteen-year-old twins that's wearing size thirteens right now. My um eleven-year-old wears size twelve, and my six-year-old is wearing a size nine. So. That is life, crazy. Life is, is rough right now. Nah, but go ahead, K. <laughs> All right. So, so my top five, my top five, um, definitely the bread 11s, um, the Hirachi 2K4s. That's what I meant to say when I say it's Hyperdunk 2K4s. It was those. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Go ahead. Yeah. The, uh, the Hirachi 2K4s. Um, I'm going to jump in, jump back into Nike. Um, the Kobe 11s, definitely one. And um, you know what's funny? I, I really like the Jordan 2s. And to round to round it off, um, to play ball in, it will be the mellow twos okay. to play ball in. Gotcha. Um, like those, I mean, those were just super comfortable. Um, and notice I didn't mention, even though I mentioned it, you know, with your top five, I didn't put the uh, PGs in there because now I'm a huge sneakerhead, and there's just so many other sneakers that come before those PGs, even though they're extremely comfortable. So, but yeah. that's my top. Yeah, I'm not really a sneakerhead just yet. So. <laughs> Comfortability over style for me. I feel you. I feel you for sure. <laughs> after after this um i feel like you're gonna make seattle so after this you're gonna you're gonna be a sneakhead soon oh, but um speaking of speaking of um speaking of uh seattle and stuff you signed that training camp contract and everything so like 
how has that been for you, you know, knowing that you have, you know, another shot, get, you know, getting into this league and stuff, making the 144. Um, obviously, you know, your confidence is riding high and stuff. So how has your workouts been going? Have you, have you started working out, getting ready for this um, upcoming season? I actually haven't touched basketball since I've been home. And my first workout is at like 530 in the morning. So <laughs> I have to get up really early tomorrow for that. But I mean, all you can really ask for is a chance, is an opportunity, and that's what I've been given. So I'm really looking forward to it. I love that it's Seattle. I get to play with some greats, uh, and it's a cool city to do it in. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to put in a lot of hard work leading up to camp, and then when I get there, I'm just going to play my game and do as much as I can, play hard, and It'll all work out if I do that. Yeah, I mean, and and of course, you know, we we're definitely rooting for you. Um, you know, we're definitely manifesting, you know, you being um on a roster um on that roster spot for sure. Um, you know, especially with now Twitter having this like manifestation thing going on. So we're gonna keep that momentum going. Um, so we are extremely proud of you here at keeping in 9450, um, because again. When we saw you play in Athletes Unlimited, you know, there are things that you do that, like, I guarantee you, no one else, you know, professionally from, from what I can, from what I can see would probably even sniff doing. Like, you are the ultimate Mrs. Intangibles, you know, you're, you're, like, you're so versatile, you know, from everywhere on the floor, rebounding, shooting, defense, um, you know, even even making the, the correct play, you know, if, if you see, you know, your your teammate cutting back door, you know how to make the right pass, you know, um, in certain sets. I mean, it was just incredible watching you. And, you know, I'm definitely rooting for you. I know D.A. is definitely rooting for you. So, you know, we're going to continue to, um, you know, do our part on Twitter. So everybody, including WNBA Twitter, can take a look at you. So we're going to keep doing that. And, you know. Um, many blessings and, and, and everything to you, you know, in the future for sure. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. 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 And before, and before we get out of here, uh, I did my little research on you and everything. So I know that you had a, a great, great volleyball career in high school. You won some championships, about three of them, three EAC championships. Yeah. Like I said, I was doing something like something, something like one so, state my senior year. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. States, yeah. And um, so, how would you how would you play in um AU volleyball right now? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I haven't oh you were talking about volleyball. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, they got volleyball in that in the AU league too yeah. as well. So I'll... I don't know that I would really be able to contribute. I mean, those girls are professional volleyball, they are really good. <laughs> and the last time I played was in high school, but yeah. And I get like a tip in there or something. Yeah, I know you get a couple. What, a couple. Yeah, you won't. You won't get a kill. You won't get a kill against them. Probably not. <laughs> against high school passers and liberos. Yeah. <laughs> them no. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Well, um, thank you for joining us here at Cheapin at ninety four fifty. Code name the W. Um. Love is love, man. You know, I'm just glad that you came. You, you 
came through and stuff, and we finally got this podcast done. Um, so you want to push your social medias out there real quick so the listeners can see this? I mean, can hear oh, it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so my Instagram is at underscore Lauren Manis. And then my Twitter, this one's kind of embarrassing, but I made it when I was like 12, is at the man is Lauren. Uh, that's what it's yeah that's I how like it reads. It. yo i like that's yo, how I like it reads the, <laughs> i like the play i like the play oh oh my god i like the yeah. play on words i like the play on words for sure yeah but i'm keeping it i mean now it's it's it is what it is so it's out there that that's funny that's why i had to put them last up there real quick yeah but um <laughs> don't forget to follow lauren um mm-hmm. and also we're about to get out of here, so don't forget to follow us at Keeping Ninety Four Fifty WBB on Instagram and Twitter. Um, yeah. With that being said, love is love. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>